NASA is planning a different kind of launch on Wednesday. The official rollout of NASA Plus. What is this, a streaming, streaming service? Yes, <laughs> it, it is. is. Oh. Yes. Come on. Wednesday is the big day. Do I have day. to pay to watch my government launch stuff into space? Bullseye. Come on. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 12 minutes after 7 on this Monday morning. Thanks so much for joining us here on Wisconsin's Morning News. Great to start the week with you. What is it that we still don't know about the Green Bay Packers hosting the draft in 2025? Um, Big thing out there that we still don't know. What's still hanging over our heads when it actually Exactly is. when is the <laughs> NFL draft in 2025. The Packers and City have been, been trying for years to have this opportunity. A few months ago, we remember NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell came to Lambeau Field for the announcement that Green Bay had yeah. won the bid. So the commissioner, i got to bring this back, commissioner speaking on the potential economic impact of the event. So we want to see the Green Bay Super Bowl get $70 million. Excuse me, pro, sorry, NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you just got a Super Bowl. You want to be in it or you want to host it? I'm not sure which one. <laughs> Both. Both. Yeah, that's good. I, I'm not surprised at that answer, by the way. I love that moment. Like, right? It says Super Bowl. Hey, oh, okay. Super Bowl he Lambo. Said, he said. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Maybe the last time Super Bowl in Green Bay will be mentioned in the same breath for a while. <laughs> come on now. Oh, come on. We, we, won just won. we just won. Everything's fine now. Yeah. Anyway, so we know the draft typically in April, but we don't have the specific dates. And those will be announced today. Uh, at the time, the potential spring weather in Green Bay was discussed as well as you have mm-hmm. anticipated hundreds of thousands of people. What did they say for Kansas City? It was over 300,000. Yeah, just tons. And they expect something similar. In Titletown. So it's going to be spring in Green Bay. Packers president Mark Murphy on that. The, the league office has an old saying, white means green. People love to watch football played in the snow. So and apparently the league thinks people will love to watch the draft <laughs> held in snow. <laughs> Maybe not so much, I don't yeah. think. Well, no, I think that I got the impression when they held that news conference that that would likely be a thing that they try to play up. Part of it being outside, whether it's in the bowl or wherever, having having draft picks walk up there if it snows coming down, like they think that'd be awesome. Wearing their big coats or yeah. team gear instead yeah. of putting on a little cap, instead you put on a jacket. <laughs> the big or the old huge coat, ones, right? Uh, to that point, as far as where exactly is all this going to play out, what the Packers have said, maybe we'll learn more about that today as well. Here's what they had in the news release. While details of the 25 draft are still being finalized, the main portion of the event is expected to take place on the Lambeau Field and Titletown campus with a variety of venues to be utilized within close proximity. I mean, if you have 300,000 people, you have to think something's going to be in the stadium bowl, right? Yeah, you have to have a place to put everybody. You've got that so, little pavilion out mm-hmm. in the parking lot now. It's a permanent and heated facility. Which is facility. pretty cool. I mean, you have the atrium, which is... Big, but not enormous. And then everything right across the street in the Titletown development. Yeah. But those are typically smaller conference rooms and things like that. I've been to a meeting there at one of those buildings. You know, you got it's typical office space yeah. with some larger meeting rooms. But yeah, to some degree, you're going to have to find a place to put everybody and give them an opportunity to view this. Hope we learn a little bit more about that today. Anyway, announcement at 3.30 this afternoon. We should learn the dates for the 25 draft from the Lambeau Field atrium. Hey, you just got a Super Bowl. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After going 42 days without a victory, quarterback Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers finally snapped their four-game losing skid on Sunday afternoon. Love. Oh, two fakes, and he finds Musgrave for what might be the knockout punch on the first touchdown of the rookie's career. The call there on Fox Sports as Love found rookie tight end Luke Musgrave for his first career touchdown. That was a cool Packers. play. It was cool. couple action going to the right, yep. action going yep. to the left, right down the middle, wide open. Uh, the call there on Fox Sports. Luke Musgrave, we just talked about that, when getting his first career touchdown as the Packers rolled to a 20-3 win at Lambeau Field. Jordan Love finishing the day going 20 of 26 for 228 yards with a touchdown, no interceptions, and an impressive 115 passer rating. I think it's exactly what we needed um, in this situation, you know. Like I said, been a couple of tough weeks. Um, weren't able to finish the games off. And, you know, just to come out here and um, I think just put it together in all three phases. You know, offense played good, defense balled out, special teams were able to make some plays. And, um, you know, it's not perfect. Um, it's never going to be perfect, but I think just the position we were able to put ourselves in um, and to come out with a win, it, it definitely um, is going to help us, and we just got to keep stacking it going forward. The Packers defense, a unit that usually finds themselves getting some heat after most games. You heard Jordan Love talk about them balling out. They had themselves a great day keeping the Rams out of the end zone and even found themselves getting some praise from head coach Matt LaFleur. I was really proud of our defense today because they were putting some really tough situations and you know, we survived some of those bad spots, obviously, to open up the second half with, with the fumble on the first play. Um, it's definitely not what we talked about at halftime. Uh, but our guys stepped up and, and kept them out of the end zone and forced upon. With the win, Green Bay improving to 3-5 and five on their season. They will travel out to Pittsburgh next Sunday. Over to the NBA, where Bucks basketball will be back in action following their Friday night win a few nights ago. Milwaukee will be in Brooklyn to take on the Nets. The Bucks defense looking a bit different last game, and according to head coach Adrian Griffin, listening to his players to make a change was an easy call. Players are in the trenches, and they see things sometimes. We watch it sometimes on film, but they live it, you know. So that helps me. Like My, my playing experience helps me kind of relate to and understand where they're coming from. And, you know, the players are not always correct with their assessment, but I think it is wise to d- at least listen to them and then if it makes sense you know we we incorporate it but we're all pulling for the same thing and that's to win bucks nets coverage will begin right here in wtmj starting at 6 p.m and lastly uwm hoops are back the panthers are set to take on uw stout tonight there it is sorry i was late on that perfect guy it works out Take on UW Stout tonight from the Kalachi Center. Coverage will begin over on 1017 The Truth, beginning at 6.30. MU tips off tonight, too. I don't know who we got. It's usually cupcakes early, but it's fine. We'll <laughs> Nothing's a cupcake. A good start. That's right. <laughs> 7.19, we'll do the week ahead next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time to bust the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! All right, the week ahead on Wisconsin's Morning News. What are you going to find in the news or on the TV later on this week? Well, a couple of things, some big ones. Michael Mattioli's murder trial starts today. That's the former Milwaukee police officer accused of killing Joel Acevedo. This was back in 2020, a long time ago. He was off duty at the time. It happened during a party at his house. So now the jury selection will finally begin in that trial today.
Big day today at Lambeau Field where the Packers president, Mark Murphy, will announce the dates of the 2025 NFL Draft, which are going to be held in Green Bay. So... April 23rd. This year it's in June, <laughs> just to be safe. Yeah, right. right. Well, we'll see. So they'll probably have some more details to today, but that's a big, big event taking place at Lambeau Field later this afternoon. In New York, former President Donald Trump slated to testify in the civil fraud trial against him today, and it could be dicey there. Former President Trump likes to boast about his business, but this is going to be the first time we see him on a witness stand answering hostile questions under oath. Trump's going to be seated in the courtroom next to a judge. He is called Wacko, an attorney general. He called racist, so it sets up quite a tense and <laughs> dramatic so. courtroom yeah, confrontation. I, I, you could say that. Could Man, be interesting. I wish we had cameras in here. Um, um, when he first sat for a deposition in this case, he invoked his Fifth Amendment time, uh, hundreds of times. He answered questions a second deposition, calling his real estate portfolio the Mona Lisa's of property. So we'll find out what he says. Already heard today. from Don Jr. and Eric, two mm-hmm. of his kids. Yep, they were on Friday, Thursday and Friday last week. Okay, so on Tuesday, the state senate in Madison has a floor session. Now, just check the, the ledger there. Check the schedule. I don't see anything with the American Family Field funding coming up. It sounds like they don't have the votes yet to get something passed. Does it have to come out of committee first? Because that's where we had that first hearing. And then the Assembly took right. care of things. Assembly but then it went done, to the right? Senate committee. And, yeah, so. so I wonder if it still needs to come out of that Senate committee before it gets to the floor. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Um, not one way or another, at, guys. Put something out there. Let's not go. Not looking good at the moment. Uh, another uh, presidential primary debate is Wednesday. This one in Miami. It'd be a smaller number of candidates. Mike Pence won't make any weird jokes about <laughs> What was his joke? Some joke Something about, about uh, sleeping, sleeping with, with a, his, teacher, a teacher who was his, who wife. his wife. Yeah, anyway, he had already dropped mm-hmm. out. Uh, also on Wednesday, new Marquette University Law School poll. Wasn't a good weekend for the president in some of the polls, so we'll see what Wisconsin has to say on Wednesday. Saturday is Veterans Day. It'll be observed as a federal holiday on Friday, though. At the movies... We need Captain Marvel. Yes, Brie Larson back as Captain Marvel and the Marvels. It's the latest film in the MCU comic book stuff. This is like, got to be film number 70. (laughs) I was going to say, there's a Marvel film at the box office this weekend. Uh, And by the way, instead of a rocket, NASA, NASA is planning a different kind of launch on Wednesday. The official rollout of NASA Plus. What is this, a streaming service? Yes, it is. Yes. Come on. Wednesday is the big day. I have day. to pay to watch my government launch stuff into space? Bullseye. Come on. Didn't I already pay at the office? <laughs> Isn't that what NASA is? Yes. What is it you were saying? About what? About the- <laughs> <laughs> I say lots <laughs> of things. Any of the things. No, there's, is there a Musk watch today? Or uh, just Musk of. news? So not a full-on Musk watch? It's more uh, AI news with uh, a okay. Musk... A musky musk to it. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you? Okay. That's, that's what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a new rival for Chat GPT. Elon Musk launching his new AI venture. You want to guess what the name is? Why? You'll, ne- you'll, ne- you'll never. <laughs> He's got X. Oh, that'd be, gr- y. that'd be fantastic. No, the name is Grok. <laughs> that's not a name. Grok. Grok. G-R-O-C? K. G-R-O-K. Yeah. Grok. Yep, that's the name of the new AI. Elon Musk has just launched a new artificial intelligence venture named Grok. He posted a side-by-side comparison Sunday of Grok answering a question versus another AI bot, which he says had less current information. 
Right now, it's only available to a certain number of people before it's released on X Premium Plus, which costs 16 bucks a month. All right. So if you're wondering why it's named Grok... Yes, is that an acronym? The Grok draws its name from the science fiction novel Stranger in a Strange Land, where the term Grok means to understand so thoroughly that the object of observation becomes part of the observer. Bullseye. So there you go. Grok. <laughs> And this will do what for me now, then? I can uh, It'll tell be, it, just like ChatGPT, yeah, I can say, hey, write me a paper be, about this. Yeah, it's supposed to be better. Like, he, he's put a lot of work into this with his, his team. I need a five-minute segment on the election. Create. Done. Oh, right. Yep, it'll do it. It'll have all the jokes in there and everything. Stop laughing. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk, heard Saturdays at 10, right here on WTMJ. Grok. It's 42 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Veterans Day coming up on Saturday, although we had the parade in Milwaukee. It's always the Saturday preceding. Yep. It was this past weekend. Parade is back. Heard it was very successful. I saw a bunch of veterans this weekend mm-hmm. because finally got to one of these honor flight return ceremonies. Oh, that's awesome. Super Those are great. cool. Out at Milwaukee Mitchell International Airport this weekend. Place was packed. Not that you can't go for any reason because public's invited. Uh, but my daughter, with the cheer team in, in Greendale, they were invited. Once a year, they get invited to be part of one of okay. these return celebrations. And so we had a reason to to be there in particular. Also, had a friend who was, a, what do they call it, a guardian, mm-hmm. right? When you yep. take, you're the person who is uh, paired up with a veteran. His uh, neighbor had asked him to have that honor. So it was kind of cool to see them walking down. But yeah. if you haven't been, so the airport is full. And they set up. Like there are all these stanchions and stuff. So it's like a parade route. And then people line either side of it. And, uh, you know, some bring chairs and whatever, because they're out there for hours just waiting on it. And then there's that excitement when you hear the plane. Okay. They were actually expecting two flights into Mitchell on Saturday night. Okay. Planes wheels down. They're here. They also are carrying around these boards that tell you how many veterans from the various branches, from the various wars are, are, are coming back or they're, 78 from this one, or you know, mm-hmm. 100 from Vietnam. Super cool. It, like anticipation builds, you know? Then they come down that thing and people are cheering it's for them. Boom. Just the music, the cheering. It's awesome. Just the overwhelming joy. It's, it's hard, even if you're not in it and just like you, you're, in a, you're floating when it's over. It's just so exciting. Yeah. And I, uh, WTMJ's John Mercure is on the board of directors for Stars and Stripes Honor Flight. So he was on this particular flight, was a bus captain, and came back. I mean, it's an exhausting day. They leave super early in the morning. Bing, 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 all over D.C., come back. Then you have this emotional return. Talk to Merck right after all that. He's floating. He is just jacked yeah. with energy. Yep. Super excited for all the guys. And uh, important, too, to have the, the conversation with my teenager as well. As, you know, This was the parade. This was the fun. And that's a really important part of the process. But... Here's what these guys did in D.C. when they were there. Here's what they went through. Here are the emotions that that they forced themselves to feel again for continued healing, which is uh, never fully through. Veterans Day coming up on Saturday. Brandon's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After not being on the winning side of a game in over a month on Sunday afternoon, Aaron Jones and the Green Bay Packers finally got back on track. Love gives it to Jones straight ahead, picks and chooses his way into the end zone for the touchdown and the lead for the 
Green Bay Packers. The call on ESPN Radio as Jones went in for the three-yard touchdown run as the Packers go on for the 20-3 win over the Rams on Sunday afternoon to improve to 3-5 and five on their season. I think it energizes everybody. Certainly there's a lot of hours, a lot of time that go, goes into this thing and a lot of effort, quite frankly. And... You know, nobody cares about your circumstances. You're expected to go out there and compete at a high level each and every week, no matter who you're playing, when you're playing, what you're going through, what adversity. And I, I just think that we have a really resilient locker room and guys that care about not only this game but each other. And hopefully that's something we can build upon moving forward. Jordan Love had himself a good day finishing the day, going for 20, 20 for 26 with a touchdown. But despite a solid day at the office, his vision is set on improving as the season goes on. We got to keep building, keep growing. Um, you know, obviously it's a great win, but you know, it's definitely just a win this week. You know, you can't base this performance off what's going to happen going forward in the future. So, um, you know, it's something that we just got to build on. Come back next week, ready to go. Um, have that same mindset for the week, preparing, getting ready, um, and go out there next to you. But you know, we definitely. There's a lot of areas to clean up, a lot of things to clean up, and uh, to be better next week. Packers will be in Pittsburgh next Sunday. Over to baseball, where the future of Milwaukee could be decided this week, according to Andy Martino from the Sportsnet New York. A decision appears imminent about where Craig Council could manage in 2024. Brewers ace Brandon Woodruff joined foul territory last week, giving his thoughts and why he believes Council will stay in the Brew City. I will tell you that Council loves Milwaukee, man. He he grew up there. He's a Milwaukee brewer lifer. Listen, I, I know he's going to want to do everything, and I'm not speaking for him, but I, just in terms of the way I feel about it, I, you know, he's going to do everything he can to stay in Milwaukee. But you know what? Things happen, man. It's You know this game. It's, it's crazy, but... I know he's going to do everything he can to stay in Milwaukee. Council's contract it did expire with the Brewers on October 31st, uh, 31st. According to that report, Council will give the Brewers the chance to match any offer he does receive. And lastly, the 3-2 and two Milwaukee Bucks back to work tonight in Brooklyn as they get set to take on the Nets. Tip-off is set for 6.30. Our coverage will begin right here on WTMJ beginning at 6. I had a text earlier today on the old National Bank talking text line. Did notice this at home as well watching the game. No Lambo leaps. None. Two touchdowns, no Lambo leap. What's going on over there? They only scored two, but yeah, right. <laughs> it's been a while. Has it's been, been a minute, right? Has there been any leaps this year? There, I th- Yeah, there has. I couldn't tell you one off the top of my head, but there has. Yesterday, I'll give them the excuse of it was raining. That's okay. true. Um, and that tarp walk area gets really slick. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I, you, I are, you right. are right, though. It is, I don't it want is guys something. falling down, right? It is something to raise an eyebrow at. And to raise with Mark Tauscher, who joins us next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man. When one of your kids is in third, fourth, or fifth grade, do you always know what grade they're in? Innovative. There's no way Sarah would ever have to ask that question, and I felt horrible that I did, and I probably should have just not asked. Is that a really bad thing, or just has that ever happened to you guys? And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you should know the grade, Tausch. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Let me dispatch of this uh, little piece of uh, of issue, Tausch, and then we can move on to some more X's and O's. Did get a question today on the Old okay. National Bank talking text line about the lack of Lambo leaps. Was it just a matter of it was slippery yesterday and you know what, guys slamming into the wall? Or are we not yeah, doing I don't that know. anymore? Uh, 
it's a good question because, A, we haven't scored much uh, this season, so that is the first part that, uh, especially at home, so that limits your Lambo leap potentials. But, yeah, I saw that a bunch on my Twitter feed yesterday and on our postgame show last night. I don't know. I don't think it's uh, anything that's being mandated. I think it's probably a combination of some things, but the main thing was, you're not going to Lambo leap typically when you're getting your head beat in like you were. And there's also um, against like New Orleans and Detroit. But in this case, I think yeah, I, I, maybe it's wet, but I've seen plenty of people on sloppy, uh, frozen conditions, Lambo leaping. So I'm not going to put weather as one of the things as far as why we're not seeing more Lambo leaps. It, I'm sure Wilde and some of the reporters will ask that question because it's not just you that have been uh, seeing that on your feeds. I'd still like to see it. I don't think it's played out. In fact, who's copying us? No, now? not at all. It's it was the Bengals, oh, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah, they're calling it the Jungle Jump. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> they tweeted out last night. Come on, do your own thing over yeah, there. Yeah, it's. I think we should look at that as what is it? Imitation is the yeah. form, biggest yes. form of flattery. Yeah, that's going to be lame, and I bet that flames out. Hey man, the I just jump like come on. <laughs> right. That's I just really enjoyed watching the game yesterday. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I mean, we certainly wasn't mistake free. A lot of frustrating penalties, turnovers uh, on both sides. So, just but I found it finally to be an enjoyable, fully engaging game. Uh, yeah, I would disagree with the first half. I thought the first half was god awful football <laughs> by both teams. Uh, but I I did think the second half, and I love the way our defense played. And I know everybody has gotten after. I, I put some stuff out with Joe Barry deserves a lot of credit. Because, listen, were the Rams bad without Matthew Stafford? Absolutely. And uh, Rippon's kid is not a great NFL quarterback. But when you're a bad team, you don't always do what you're supposed to do. And up to this point, Green Bay has been a pretty bad football team. But yesterday, the defense did what it was supposed to do. It suffocated a brutally bad offense. And you deserve. You have to give credit where credit is due. And I thought in the second half we did see some things to build on. The Aaron Jones touches, uh, the big play to Christian Watson. I thought the offensive line played a lot better, especially in the second half. So there's things to build on. And that's all I've been saying all year is let's just get some things we can build off of. And that was what was so frustrating about during this losing streak is I didn't see any of that. So the good news yesterday, I thought the defense did exactly what it was supposed to do, and I thought offensively you saw some strides against the defense. That is, that's a that's a decent defense. So I think all in all, yesterday outside of no Lambo leaps, I thought it was a good, a, a good solid victory against a bad football team. A couple of guys really stood out too. You mentioned defense. I just felt like they played with a fire. I mean, I don't know. I, I get I get exhausted saying like well this team came out flat whatever like guys are going to be motivated guys are going to you know, but there's there's been something missing kind of felt to me like a couple of guys were told okay you know Rasul Douglas is gone you know the chips are down you're the man of the house now your time right yeah like Carrington Valentine for example back there seemed mm-hmm. much more comfortable than we've seen and they lost a guy but it was kind of like maybe he was told listen dad's dad's out of the house you're the man of the house this week go ahead take it yeah I loved. I really thought the edge that the whole group played with, you saw, you know, it, it's fun. You're, you're supposed to go out and make plays and have fun. I don't want a bunch of robots out there. And I thought old 37, he made a couple of plays early in the game, and he's wagging his finger like Dikembe Mutombo. He's, 
He's doing some stuff because you you know you talked about coming up flat and not having energy. You got to bring your own energy, and a lot of times that's making a play, and then everybody rallies around that. I thought yesterday's defense, we saw a lot more of that, and that's the kind of stuff that you need to do more of because. That group is going to continue to need to play better and better. If Green Bay is going to make a little run here and keep improving as a football team, what we saw yesterday from that defense is what we need to see more of moving forward. As Abby Calvin LaRusse said, hey, I love winning. It's like better Ooh. than losing. <laughs> Who's that? Nuke LaRusse, remember? That was ah, I love I winning, like that. Man, That's you know? uh, very poetic. It's like better yeah, than losing. Winning. Yeah, sure is. Yeah. I, Listen, I don't, I don't know about his philosophy, but I like what he has to say there. I know that. <laughs> we'll talk again tomorrow, Tosh. Thanks, man.